Welcome to the Rugged Possible Podcast, a lifestyle podcast where we have conversations about some of the biggest topics and challenges facing Christianity today. My desire is that you use these conversations to spark one of your own with somebody else, creating an atmosphere of openness and change that can all start through a conversation. For more information on the Rugged Gospel, visit us on our website at ruggedgospel.com and follow us on our social media at the Rugged Gospel. And with that, here's this week's episode. All right, welcome to another episode of the Rugged Gospel. Today, I am very excited to have this guest with me. Um, we just actually connected a little bit ago, not too long ago, and um, I really wanted to have him on because uh, the conversation that we're going to be having, right, uh, it's going to be very uh, a little bit more detailed about a platform uh, that you guys might have heard of already, um, and we wanted to really get into this and get a little bit of a background on it and all of that so you guys, you know, could know. And also you guys can look into because I think it's a great um, thing uh, that he's part of. But uh, before we start, um, Pastor Jason Staten, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Thank you very much. Thanks, Brother Prado, for uh, allowing me to come on. I love the name, by the way, the podcast, Rugged Gospel. Thank you. Um, But before we start, um, just so people can get to know you a little bit, uh, if you don't mind introducing yourself a little bit, just letting us know a little bit about you about what you do uh, and all of that so people can get to know you a little better. Sure. Uh, Well, most importantly, I've been married 25 years, just recently celebrated that. We have uh, four daughters uh, ranging from 23 uh, all the way down to 13. So those are are my most important accomplishments. Um, Also, I have been in ministry uh, for uh, most of my um, adult life, 24 years, I guess. Uh, and whether youth pastor, then I became co-pastor and I've pastored now for 15 years, uh, served in various um, district roles, youth president for the Maryland, D.C. district. Uh, so that's kind of uh, within that. I'm also um, so I know we talked a little bit. You had started out with the podcast when, you know, kind of things got crazy with COVID. I uh, invested a little bit and became a um, certified through John Maxwell's team as a leadership trainer and, and mentor. So that's also something I'm very passionate about is leadership, uh, training and mentoring. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of me in a nutshell. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. I mean, uh, I think it's very important that leadership and that discipleship and, and really mentorship. Right. That I feel I feel like it's so important. Yes. Um, just for for any generation, really. Yeah. Um, next question I wanted to ask you, um, this is something I'm asking pretty much everybody that I have on. Tell us the best advice someone's ever given you. Yeah, I've thought this one through, and I've got a lot of good advice. So singling out one piece has been difficult. But I would say right now where I'm at, the, the, the advice that's helping me out right now was actually somebody in the John Maxwell mentoring uh, program. Uh, his name is Paul Martinelli. He was actually was the CEO of John Maxwell's uh, leadership teams and all. And his advice was you know, uh, jump and build your wings on the way down. Um, so the refer, or maybe we would say it, but he's using the, the uh, illustration of the, um, uh, I think it was Greek mythology, Icarus, who built his wings and flew. So I think the, the analogy is don't wait until you've got it all figured out. Just start. And then as you go, you know, you can continue to perfect it and build it. Yeah. No, that's really good. 
I've never heard of that before. Yeah. I think it's so profound. I mean, many times, you know, we as, as people just, we want everything perfect before we do something. Right. Absolutely. Uh, But like you said, you know, it's, it's, it's better to just jump and just start doing it and start learning on, on the way that you're doing it. If not, you're never going to do it. Right. Because you're never going to be ready. Never. (laughs) Um, But that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. I mean, uh, sure. I think it's really good advice for anybody out there, you know. Yeah. If you want to do something, you know, of course, you know, pray about it and everything. And, and if you feel like it comes from God and it feels like, you know, you should do it, then jump and do it. Amen. Um, but um, let's get into the conversation. All right. Um, so this platform, right, this new platform, I know I was talking to you a little bit about it. If I'm not mistaken, Fountain. Yes. All right. Got it. Yeah, I was like, I was like, <laughs> how exactly do I pronounce it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, tell us a little bit about that. Um, what is it? Okay, so yeah, it is a platform for creative um, ministries, from ranging from music um, to we've got videographers on there, and it's it's expanding as we speak. There's new. We're getting contacted by people that are learning that this. Uh, platform exists and they're wondering can you know they've they're saying things like i've had these creative giftings and no place nowhere to use it and all of a sudden now we hear about fountain and we want to know how do we uh get on it so yeah i i think um maybe just a quick story or a quick explanation so when i started with john maxwell team i had god had given me kind of a uh training course for helping people to maximize their potential. Uh, the name of the course is Raising the Bar. And I, I invested a good amount of money into creating it. Then I started trying to sell it. And I think it came across as self-promotion on social media. You know, for all these years, I'd been a preacher preaching at conferences and, you know, just other. And now all of a sudden, here I am trying to sell this Jason Staten course. And I think it I maybe hit some people the wrong way. Like I'm on there self-promoting now. And so what I realized was, I was probably not the only one that had this product that God had given me and I had invested to create it and now there's nowhere to put it. So that kind of started the journey to where we are now, uh, where Fountain came from. And I mean, um, we'll get a little bit more into it, but what, why the name? Uh, what's the meaning behind the name? Yeah, so I, I would I would love to uh, have a great answer for you, some deep, you know, what it translates from in Greek or Hebrew. But fountain, the right spelling, F-O-U-N-T-A-I-N.com was already taken. Uh, but but we knew that fountain was the essence. You know, a fountain is just, it springs life. It, it's, it's, uh, it gathers all these waters and then it's, it springs up through one source. And that's exactly what this platform is. So we couldn't think of a better name. So we thought, you know what, today, everybody likes things a little bit quirky and different. So let's capitalize on that. And so it's, F-O-W-N-T, and we've had people ask us, is it an acronym? What's it stand for? Is it Greek? You know, so yeah, it's it's really boring. The answer is pretty boring. Just fountain.com was already taken. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. I mean, like you said, you know, now people like it differently. So, hey, why not use that? Um, yeah. Now, you shared a little bit about this already, I feel like, um, like where the idea came from. So it pretty much came from... Uh, from from you and that um, that thing that you did right with the leadership course and that's kind of where everything started um, and then it came onto this um, how was the process of like creating 
this platform? Yeah, so I, I think I'll dive just a little bit further into that. You know, where did I idea? Because it's certainly not all mine. I don't want to. Uh, so I had this difficulty, and then I actually found another friend of mine who is uh, from the AOJC. His name is Nate Whitley, and he was having a similar um, issues. He had created this content, and his wasn't necessarily leadership in nature, but it was biblical content, a uh, video course, and he didn't know how to promote it either. And, and I'll add him a third component to that is I'm also uh, James Wilson's pastor, and I know how much money James put into creating his last album. And I also know that following that, now here, let me preface that by saying, as James Wilson's pastor, I know that James Wilson's greatest calling is not music. Uh, yes, he's great at it, and it's awesome, and he's impact, but he's his ministry far beyond that is preaching. Uh, in fact, he's going to be preaching at Youth Congress this year, and I think one day he's going to be an amazing pastor. So I don't want him to do things in the season of music that are going to hinder him in his greater season. So he had record labels reaching out to him. He had invitations to sing on platforms that I knew would hinder his advancement within our organization as a preacher uh, and a pastor. So, but I also know he, you know, if, if he signs with that record label, well, now he's going to have money to create his albums. So there really is not a mechanism right now for our apostolic artists to make the kind of money that they, some of them have taken out mortgages on homes. They've bet on themselves, so to speak, by investing large amounts of money. And some of them are doing really well. But there's a lot of others out there that may not have that same popularity and they have giftings and abilities, too. Where are they going to get the funding to create albums? And and I believe God is just raising up a generation of songwriters and artists in the Apostolic Church. So Fountain, that's another thing that inspired Fountain. So uh, we'll probably talk more about this, but I'll just say this, that over half of the revenue that comes into Fountain. So there's a lot of expenses for, you know, so why, you know, people might say, well, why is it uh, subscription based? Well, there's a lot of, we don't have any we don't have any debt right now. We don't have any investors in this. It's just a couple of guys who have made some financial sacrifices to make this happen. Um, but subscription base is one, we got to cover our costs. But secondly, over half the revenue is going back to our content creators. All right. There we are rewarding them for giving us content. So it's going to help, you know, obviously the more the platform grows, the more we can help these guys out. So, um, now let's speak to the process. How has the process been? It's been slow. We've been uh, for over 18 months. We've been at least once a week on Zoom calls. First, it was me and Nate. Then we had another guy. And now right now there's six of us as owners. And um, it's been a long process. It's been exciting. It's been, you know, we started out over here thinking it would be this and it's kind of developed into what it is now. And we know by the time it's done, it will probably be something even entirely different than what it is now. So it's been a walk of faith. Uh, it's been exciting. It's been hard to keep it quiet. But now, I, so I'm excited that you asked me to come on here because I've been wanting to talk about it for a long time. No, oh, yeah. I mean, as soon as I, I really like started seeing the post from you guys, and I was like, this is really interesting. And I was like, I really want to like dive in and see what it, it is more about. Sometimes we see it and we're just, okay, like it's, you know, they created a platform you know, there's streaming, there's different artists, there's different things, but I feel like it's a lot deeper than that. And, and you sharing that with us right now, I feel like it gives people really an insight of, of everything that's behind it. 
because this is not just a platform of streaming services. No. It's it's a lot more. It's it's helping artists. Is you know it's helping people with their you know use their talents and um, and expand their talents, right? So I think it's awesome that you guys have created this. Oh, thank you. Um, but now, yeah, of course, and and I'm glad that you were able to come on here and, and really tell us a little bit more in depth of what it is. But um, now my next question for you, um, how important is it for the church to use these tools and use the, the creativity of its people to create new tools for the kingdom? I believe it's vital. I believe it's essential. It's critical. Um, I, I think again, not so James Wilson is kind of my case study and, you know, because I'm, I'm his pastor, but I think a lot of times people go out to the world with their talents because there's no opportunity in the church and the church should be the place where there's the most opportunity. Um, so here's another example in, in this process, we're learning of things that we didn't even know. For example, there are apostolic animators like guys who worked for did work for Disney and worked for Pixar and worked for DreamWorks. Now we didn't know they existed, but they're finding out that fountain exists. So obviously with everything that's going on right now in our world, those guys are having to make some tough decisions about staying with those companies. And so we are right now, we're working on exploring ideas with them about how they can use those gifts through fountain to provide great ministry for our kids. Um, so again, they didn't, they were frustrated because they have all these gifts and talents, but nowhere to use it. Well, we, I believe the church has a responsibility to give room for these giftings to come to fruition. So it's, it's critical because if we don't do that, there's, it's going to create frustration and then giftings that should be used to enhance the church and reach the lost are instead going to be used for other means that are not going to be kingdom oriented. Yeah, I agree. I was just having a conversation uh, with somebody uh, earlier in the week and, and we were talking a little bit about that, about creativity and, and that in the church. Um, uh, he's on your, on you guys' platform, uh, Dominic. Yeah. Um, I had a conversation with him and we were just talking about that creativity and, and the church and everything. And, and I think it's so vital and so important that, that as a church, you know, we give space to, these people that are creatives, right, and, and that are coming out with new things and new tools and, and new ways of sharing the gospel. And, and you know, as, as a church, you know, we, we were talking and we we're like, as long as the gospel stays the same, as long as we're still preaching the Bible, we're preaching the truth, you know, everything else might look a little different, the outlets of it, right? But the, the core is still the same, yeah, right? Absolutely. And, and the gospel is still the same. So it's, as long as we do that, you know, let's let's create and, mm-hmm. you know, let, let that creativity, like, flow to the church. Yes. That way, you know, we can do more just like you guys have done. Amen. Uh, but now, um, another question I had for you. So give us a little bit of insight. Like, who are some of the creators uh, feature on this new platform as, as of now? Yeah, so... I think obviously the probably the names people are going to recognize most right now are our music people. And, uh, you know, we've got James Wilson. We got uh, Draylon Young, Frankie Taylor, uh, my daughter, Brooke Staten. Um, let's see. Daniel Bernard is doing some stuff for drums. Travis Dykes is doing some bass uh, things as well. Uh, I don't want to leave anybody out. Obviously, Dominic 
uh, Gillette, who, who you talked a little bit about. And then I know I'm missing some, but Mark Crowder is also on there. So if they hear this podcast and I'd left them out, I apologize. Um, but then outside of the music aisle, we have some incredibly talented people that maybe people have not heard. Actually, right now, so a few days after launch, the number one most viewed content is actually my wife, her cooking show. Uh, believe it or not, that's what people are, are watching the most. Um, we have a lady on there who's a nutritionist. Uh, we have... Uh, let's see, we have some ministers on there that people would know, Matt Tuttle, Aaron Bounds, Michael Enzi, uh, Lawami Diaz, um, and then there's leadership names like, uh, let's see, Marvin Mitchell, Evan and Ashley Grizzle, who talk, who she is actually a, a licensed therapist or counselor for mental health. She's on there. They're on there. Ryan Franklin, who is on staff at POA uh, down in Alexandria. Um, Nate Whitley, who's one of our owners as well, but he's also just incredible content. So those are, I know I missed some names. So again, if you're, if you're a fountain and I missed you, I apologize, but all of you are awesome. So there's some people that people haven't heard about yet, but you're going to there. Oh, let me not forget our, so we have videographers and photographers like Shannon Chance, um, Nathan Rippey, Martin Libby, Chase Condon. So anyway, those are, those are just some of the names. Yeah, and I, I bet it's hard to really just get your head around everybody, yeah. right? But yeah, yeah I, I mean, I saw the clip for your wife's uh, cooking show and all of that, and I was like, this is neat because, you know, usually the content that you usually see is like, you know, maybe like music content or or uh, preaching content or, or podcasting yeah. or anything like that. So, so seeing like, you know, something that was like just cooking, I think there was something about golf, yeah. uh, something about like, um, cameras and, and all of these different things. And I was like, this is really cool because there is a lot of different content throughout the platform. It's yeah. not just specifically to one thing, which maybe everybody would think like more like music and stuff like that. But, um, I, I think it's really neat that you guys are creating a lot more than, than just that you guys are staying in one specific section, right, of creativity. So that's cool. Um, yeah. Now for for ages, um, so is the content for every age? I would say yes. I think our probably right now are at least through our – so obviously we did a social media campaign first just to kind of get awareness out there. And I think probably our greatest engagement during that from the analytics was 18 to 35 uh, however, we are getting a lot of interest in kids content and, you know, we're working right now to increase that. Uh, there is some on there right now, but like I said, we're talking to animators. Uh, we're working right now to get some other folks who their focus is on kids ministry. Um, yes. Yeah, so, and, and, you know, like my 13 year old the other day was on YouTube watching a, I wouldn't say it was, a. uh, probably like bubblegum for the brain, not, not bad for her, but not, you know, it's nothing evil or wicked, but maybe somebody playing with slime or something, you know, but it, so the content itself was not bad, but an ad popped up that was terrible. And there's no, you know, but on fountain, no matter what your kid is watching, there's not going to be any of that. So it's all kid friendly, but we are working to build more kid oriented content 
content, but I would say it's for everybody. I, obviously, I don't I don't know about the older generation. I mean, certainly there's some leadership stuff on there that I think will help pastors there. So, you know, our creatives might might be doing content on how to help uh, um, your church with social media. So that's going to benefit the church. We also want this content to benefit the church. So it's I think the. Yeah, the yeah. It, I'm sorry to answer that question very specifically. Absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, um, as far as that too, you know, I think it's really great that you guys have created something, you know, also that everybody can watch, and parents don't necessarily have to be like on the lookout or really like you know worried about what's gonna right. pop up or or what's gonna follow up with that video that you're watching. Right. Like you said, you know. Like your 13 year old, you know, you can watch something yeah. and then it takes you to something else and then something else. And then, you know, so, yes. and then you have the ads and all of these different things and you yeah. click on the ad and then it takes you to something else and it, it's a whole thing. Yeah. So I think it's, <laughs> yeah, I think it's great, especially nowadays with all these things that we have that, you know, that it's something that people can just turn it on and not have to worry about it. Amen. Now, what mm-hmm. does the content look like? maybe share some of what is offered on the platform and then maybe like also go a little bit over resources um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. If you, if you don't mind. Sure. Yeah. So right now, like, you know, you had mentioned there's some uh, golf and that's going to expand. There's going to be more from that uh, Nolan Carpenter, who who's a great golfer and he's just going to, you know, that'll be fun to watch kind of bubble gum for the, the soul kind of stuff, you know, just enjoyed it. Nothing negative about it. Then there's also some vlogs on there. So there's a young man named Nate Roberts, who's a children's evangelist with the ALJC. And his vlogs are super funny. I mean, he's, they're just fun to watch. Uh, then we, again, our creatives are creating content on, you know, how to do videography better, how to do photography better, uh, dealing with social media topics. Uh, certainly like Matt Tuttle and Michael Enzi, uh, myself, there's some lessons on there that could be used for like a small group in a church. Uh, obviously our music people. So uh, Mark Crowder last week, a week and a half ago, I guess now did a, had a concert in Atlanta and Shannon Chance was there and shot some behind the scenes uh, content. And that's already released on fountain. Uh, anytime that are the the musicians are that are uh, on fountain, anytime they create, have a new album come out, it'll be on fountain first before it's released anywhere else. Uh, so yeah, there's a cooking show, there's a vlogs, there's tutorials. Uh, there's also, I think to me, um, they're going to, there is live capability. So, so for example, my wife is going to get on there, I think tomorrow and do a live, how to make uh, homemade pasta and ravioli. Uh, and that'll be live. So you can like type and interact. Maybe James Wilson will come on and do a, um, uh, I don't know how to how to go through the process of writing a song and you'll be able to interact with them. So there's some live interactive capability as there as, as well. Um, so I think maybe I answered some of the resource there as well, as far as there is a whole lot on here. I think that churches could take like Michael Enzi's lesson that's on there right now about uh, together, which talks about the importance of the body of Christ. And they could use that as a small group series for their church. So there's resources like that. There's, Great leadership. Uh, uh, Marvin Mitchell released one that uh, something about lessons learned from Chick Fil A, and again, that that's content that you could use to train your leaders. So, I think, and again, it's just going to expand from there. So, I think there's already tremendous resources. 
Yeah. No, that's awesome. I mean, I think it's so important also, you know, that you guys aren't just focused on content, but also focus on resources for the church, which I think it's so important. Um, Because, you know, sometimes, you know, some churches have a lot less resources than others and and things like that. So that, you know, you guys are providing that as well for a very, very, very minimal price, (laughs) Um, which I think is more than fair. Um, Now, as far as a little bit of the resource part of it, um, how important do you think that is? I know I just mentioned a little bit of like that. I think it, it is very important because you know not everybody has the same resources. But how important is yeah. it for you and and for uh, this platform to really help create and provide resources for the church? I think it's very important. I mean, if you think the average church in North America, you know, I, I know we're enamored with the you know, the POAs that run three, 4,000, whatever they run now and the mega churches of the UPC or the other organizations. But the truth is the average church is under a hundred people. So they may not have the finances to bring in somebody to help them with their social media. They may not even have the people to put somebody over social media. So if we can, through this platform, provide them tools. So like a, a pastor who might be starting up a church or, Maybe he's in a town uh, and and they've only got, you know, 60, 70 people, but he wants to do better with his social media. Well, we want to provide the resource where you don't have to pay somebody $3,000 to come in for the weekend and show you how to, um, you know, improve your social media or uh, do better photography or better sound right here on Fountain. We're going to be able to give you uh, training. So I I think it's essential. And not, not only that, beyond just what it can do for now. So, you know, 10 years ago, the, apostol- the, the at least within the UPC, Court Chavis was kind of the guy. Like he was doing, I think he was kind of like the, 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 the grandfather, uh, not the grandfather, that's not the right word, the, the godfather, so to speak. You know, he kind of blazed some trails. Well, then 10 years later, now you've got not just one person, but you've got Court, or you've got James and Draylen and Frankie and Mark and, and, and all the, you know, you got what used to be one person is now 20. Well, a next generation is not going to be just 20. It's going to be hundreds. And if we can start giving resource to those young people now, uh, resource on how, how do you produce music? How, how do you go through the process of creating an excellent product? Um, the, the apostolic church, the influence of the apostolic church is just going to grow if we can provide these resources through some platform. And I think Fountain is that platform. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I feel like it, it entails so much <laughs> just by thinking about it right now because, you know, like, yes, it's a streaming platform. Yes, it's a place where you can find resources, content, all of these different things. But also, you know, now that we're talking about this, it also influences the next generation. It also teaches yes. the next generation, right? It, it yes. helps improve the next generation. So I think it's not only a, a, a platform, but, but it's a way of also, you know, training and, and, and helping the, the next generation multiply even further than the church Amen. already has. So yes, I, I think that's awesome, you know, and, and again, I applaud all of you guys for, for doing this and for starting this. I know it's, it's not easy. Um, I know it's definitely not cheap. Um, so it, you know, 
there's a lot that goes into it. So, you know, the people that are on the other side and can just subscribe and watch, you know, so we, we got to think about, hey, how much time are they spending creating this content for us? Uh, you know, how much time they're spending, you know, uh, creating these resources for the church. Yeah. And so, um, you know, if anybody talks about, which I think so far, maybe you guys have had a really good uh, reaction to the pricing. Honestly, I think the pricing is really good Yeah. Um, to start off. But give us a little bit more on that. Uh, where can people uh, find it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the subscribing process. Um, all of that, and then also if you can provide uh, any social media and and people to follow and stuff like that. Yeah, um, and, and I'll, let me just kind of a few other things that, that maybe, so one, we do have an app. It's not out yet, but it's we're just waiting on the approval from Apple, and then we'll have the app out on uh, Apple and Android. Uh, also, we're shifting now that we've got through launch. Our next focus is how do we open this up for you know, Jesus Prado to say, I want to put my podcast on there uh, or whomever, you know, I've, now obviously we can't just open it up to be YouTube because then you end up with YouTube again. So there's got to be some oversight over content and there will be uh, one we're going to need to know because it is an apostolic platform. So we need to know you're, you know, in good standing with an apostolic church. Um, you know, then we're obviously going to screen the content for quality and for content, but we want to open it up. We want to find the next James Wilson, right? We, we want to find the, you know, the, 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 the next Chase content. We want to find them and we want to give them an opportunity for their. Um, so I just want people to know this is fountain is starting here, but it's by no means is it going to stop here. It's going to grow and uh, your capability for you to get involved if you so desire is going to be there. Um, as far as pricing, yeah, eight ninety nine, and we, we wrestled with that as far as what our price point was. You know, we had some people tell us, you know, $20 would be fair for something of this nature. Other people said, you know, obviously less than $8.99 might be favorable. But I think at the end, we kind of tried to come to a fair price point that we felt like uh, people would get a lot of value for their investment. And we could also reward our artists. And I think that's one thing we need. I want people to recognize is that when you subscribe to Fountain, uh, here's another thing. I'll tell you the owners of fountain we're investing, but we've already determined we're not taking anything for six months from the platform. We're putting it all back into the platform. Now our creators are going to be paid. We're not. Um, so this isn't about us getting rich. It's about us creating ministry. So when you subscribe to fountain, you are blessing our artists. So if you, well, why don't they put out more music? Well, here's your chance. Here's your opportunity to help them be able to do that. Um, so that answer, just to answer that, uh, $8.99 is the price point we came to. Our Instagram is uh, Fountain Official. So again, that spelling is a little quirky, F-O-W-N-T-N Official. Uh, please go follow us. Uh, uh, Facebook is just Fountain. Uh, it may be Fountain Official. I'd, I'd have to look at that. But it's F- if you type in F-O-W-N-T-N, I think we're the only thing that comes up. That's the one benefit of spelling things weird. Um, you can go to fountain.com to subscribe. And so again, that's F O W N T N.com. You'll see it there. Uh, just click on the top if you want to subscribe and again, help us support our artists. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, everybody that's listening, you know, go ahead and, and go on that, uh, go on that website, check it out. 
um, you know, subscribe to it, help, uh, you know, this, this ministry really grow. Um, and, and also, you know, um, we have pastor here, pastor Jason here with us, um, for your, for yourself, pastor, if you don't mind, um, just, uh, letting us know also where we can find you, okay. um, where, uh, on social media. And, and I, I believe you have a, you had a podcast as well, if, I, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I did. I don't have the same discipline as oh, you. I, like it. <laughs> I, I, so I've kind of joined in, <laughs> I've joined in with two other guys and we started a podcast as well, but Fountain has just kind of consumed me outside of pastoring and being a of dad, course. I had to choose where I was going to put my energy. So I hope to get back to that. Mm-hmm. once fountain is up and running yeah but yeah that's kind of um so my instagram i had to look it up is uh jason r state uh so all kind of jumbled together jason r staten and staten is spelled like staten island s-t-a-t-e-n and then i think on uh facebook it's the same if you just look up jason staten i'm the bald white guy so <laughs> all righty pastor um well, thank you for coming on again. Uh, thank you for spending the time with me this morning to to really get into this platform and, and what it's about and, and, and what you guys are doing with this. Um, again, um, you know, I commend all of you guys for, for really starting this up and, and being the ones at the forefront. Um, and, and, you know, um, we're, we're here for you guys. We're praying for you guys. And uh, we're here to support you as much as we can as well. Um, I, I know I mentioned that to you before. We're a body of Christ, and and I think we should be doing that. And if it's something like this that can benefit so many people and so many generations, you know, why not invest into it? Um, and you're not only investing in the people in it, but you're also investing in yourself because you know you're seeing resources, you're seeing content, you're getting all these good things from it too. So, uh, so thank you again for coming uh, and making the time to be with me today. Uh, it was really good to have you. Yep. Thank you. And thank you for your podcast and what you're doing. So like you said, we're in this together. Yes, we are. All right. Thank you, Pastor. Yeah, thank you. Uh, for anybody that's listening, um, thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you for listening. And I'll be on the lookout for the next podcast. God bless. Thank you for listening to The Rugged Gospel. I want to thank you all so much for all the stars and reviews and all your support this far. If you haven't, please leave us a review and a rating which helps the podcast grow and be more visible to people. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for all announcements and please comment. We'd love to hear from you. And lastly, we're so excited to announce that we are now on YouTube. Please go and subscribe to the channel. The link will be listed below. Thank you all again and we'll see you on another episode of The Broken Gospel.